What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. So if it's your first time coming to hang out, let me tell you what goes on around here so we can all be on the same page for the episode. The name Buds, Bros, and Superheroes act as section topic placeholders for the topic of conversation that we're going to be having today. So in the bud section, I... Yo, hold on. I even kind of messed up. We're doing something special, guys. So I've had two guests on before, but now, yes, once again, we're going to have two new guests on. So in the bud section, everybody here is in the cannabis industry. We're going to have a really long talk about that. Each had a nice, fun day at work, I'm sure, with a great amount of fun stories to talk about. Different products are going on right now that we can also discuss. A fun time to be had for all travelers of the green. In the bro section, once again, it's a menage a trois conversation, a three-way, if you will, where my two guests know each other very well, and I'm just learning more about them, so I'm going to learn about how they know each other, and I already heard a small little Susan of a story that we might tell, and it's going to be a fun time. And then finally, in the superhero section, as we're a gang of people hanging out and having fun, we're talking about a gang of people hanging out and having fun in the original Guardians of the Galaxy. So, if it is your first time hanging out, my name is Nick James. Today, we're welcoming two previous hosts, but first time together as the three of us. So, please, let's welcome back... Uh, James. And... Andrew. What's dude, up? Dude, guys, thanks so much for coming and doing this. Like yeah. I said, we all had work today, so like to come and do something, it's, I don't know. You probably wanted to go home and sit down, but now you're here with me, but thank you. So well, thank no, you very I'm here much. sitting down, and I appreciate that, <laughs> you know? Definitely. And we appreciate everybody on the other side. If it's your first time, like I'm saying, we are going to start this episode the way that we always do, which is entering into the bud section. So in the bud section, it's for travelers of the green, as I like to say. And in this, we are all three bud tenders, or at least in the medical marijuana field here in Pennsylvania, and just wanted to talk a little bit about that on this Sunday, this really icy Sunday. Uh, kind of fucked up the weather and thus kind of gave us our first topic to talk about. Not so much in the bud section, but so much a business conversation yeah. of like, guys, and this is for listeners, for everybody, really, if it's icy out, probably going to have a delayed opening or something. Like, you remember school, delayed openings, and it was kind of like that. So how many people did you have angry at you today for, for not being open the time the internet said due to the inclement weather in front of everybody's face? Yeah, it was definitely, I had not so much a lot of angry patients, but but it's just walking into chaos, right? Because it's you take your you know nine hour day and you compound into six hours, and all these people are typically waiting around without an idea of like, oh, they're gonna open at this time. So you walk in and there's a ton of orders and people lining up at the door and you have to explain. And we had somebody call off because he lives really far away too. So we ran like super shorthanded today. You know what I mean? Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, and it was just a stressful morning in general. Like just waking up, I started. I put on my clothes. I woke up and I was like, "All right, we're gonna go to work." I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna get there. It's pretty <laughs> icy. And then I got that text that were delayed. I'm like, "All right, cool." Another hour of sleep. I'm gonna lay back down. And then driving here is a nightmare. And then you know you're going into like a nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's very stressful. Yeah. But it's over now, and we're chilling. Yeah. And yeah. And it is. I kind of like this idea of having a stressful day and then coming to chill a little bit and leaving oh, yeah. from the same place. Kind of, I don't know what it, I don't know why it reminds me of working at a restaurant, but always those nights, you know, once everything's yeah. always done and really closed and you all have to walk out together, just like, we fucking made it. Cause that <laughs> yeah. job is always super stressful. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like this morning is like a restaurant job all the time mm -hmm. of just like people going, come on. At least I would say after the first 90 to 95 minutes, you guys mm -hmm. were able to catch your breath a little bit. Love just like, all right, there's not somebody right in my face right now. Right, yeah, we could at least, like, breathe, definitely. But uh, the first hour was just kind of a nightmare, but whatever. It's over now. It's yeah. over now. We got through it, yes, through of it. course. Yeah. 
What would you guys say? Like, did you guys sell anything particular? Let's start talking about pride. We can actually start talking about what we have here, what we've been smoking on actually for okay. yeah, a weird love turn of how did you guys enjoy where flower wise? We had some jet fuel. Mm. Oh, I, I like the jet fuel a lot. Um, it's my first time trying this one actually. And it feels super nice. Uh, definitely got that like behind the eyes kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It feels good. Yeah. I've been, I mean, we did a little mix of stuff, but uh, I picked up the jet fuel of the same batch that's here and i love it um it's really good is this um like the true leaf jet uh jet fuel yeah awesome the rebrand and everything mm-hmm. that's yeah. what i was going to talk about a little behind the scenes for anybody out there uh, for a long time franklin labs had this and then they switched to modern flower mm-hmm. and now through another buyout now it's going to come through true leaf yeah. but it is the same like the quote-unquote same right yeah yeah, yeah. so when i first got into the program man i i, I love this stuff so much and i was uh talking a lot with Danny G who's mm-hmm. been on the show before. And I would just text him just like, you guys know when you're getting more of that <laughs> stuff in, just like I was seriously, and I'd come in and buy a ton of it or at least as much as it has. And this batch flew just as much as any previous batch. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are happy to have it back. Oh yeah. And people ask about it all the time. Like where's the jet fuel? Um, I'm sure people are going to ask about it for a while now, about where's the jet fuel, but for the price that they were putting it out for and, what the product they're giving it's a solid super solid purchase definitely we were talking about that at work so actually the thing that it is it comes for smalls and now here as i have this in front of you i mean i wouldn't characterize this as smalls yeah, not at like all a, really not a rough cut at all it's yeah. super you know i got an eighth of it and i swear i got a gram and a half nug in there yeah it was like it was like two in, like two inches long Whoa. like that for the small buds of the small buds okay yeah all right I'll, yeah, I also got the bubble gum. I'll show you the bubble gum. There's like two one gram nugs in there. I weighed them out. Nice. Yeah, pretty solid. So yeah, all about it. Yeah, it's a good return for them. It took a while, so in my opinion, it's a little bit dry. It has been sitting somewhere, but sure. yeah. it still is and still smacks pretty fucking hard. Definitely. Yeah. From there, we also what did we put in that puff go? I forgot already off the top of my head. You, you um, chaos cushion funky pine. That was nice. Really I've really nice. been fucking with this so hard. Tastes so good. Um, seemed like a lot of terpenaline. Yeah. Is that what is in there? Yeah. Tastes like it. Yeah. So it's super, what's the word? Citrusy then? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Did you even get to smell it? Would you like no, to sniff I would of it? Love yeah, to. for sure. Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that smacks right in the fucking face, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of orange in there. Maybe like a little bit of, is this the funky pine? Literally? Yeah. I feel like I can smell the mm-hmm. little bit of pine in there too. That's That's really nice. Super good. Right out of the Puffco, too. Really nice. I really you taste am. everything. Yeah. I wish they would sponsor me so bad. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> so nice. Because apparently it's hard to like get stuff from them. Weren't we talking about that recently? Like to get batteries or to even order from them, their backup was like really bad and they just reopened their site or something. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah. they shut down for a minute, right? They definitely, yeah, yeah. shut down for a little bit. That's yeah. insane. That's yeah. a good fucking business. Like, imagine being so successful, you're like, just stop. <laughs> Please, just fucking we're stop. No longer, we're no longer taking money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough money. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. But it does, yeah, it's really great. Because I have to get a new chamber eventually. I don't know when they're coming back, but apparently it's it's not too, too easy to get. Mm. Oh, I'll dang. figure it out. Yeah. Have to go on a hunt. And then finally in the cart, once again, I'm going to go for you for the name. Thank God you're here. What was the name of this fire? I just know fireworks. Is 814 fireworks. Yeah. 814 fireworks. So this is another one that's um, Stiva. And I would say just super. What was the word that you used? 
Oh, the fray, like uh, right behind the eyes. Is that what you're... No, yeah. you, you asked for it before, and I was like, I don't know what that means. When you were asking about the jet fuel. Racy. Oh, racy. There yeah. we go. I would yeah. say that yeah. this, now that I understand what you mean a little bit, yes, I would say this is a little bit racy. Ooh. Once again, if anybody's listening, like super chatty so yeah. far, yeah. it just makes me kind of want to go. So <laughs> I would say so too. Sometimes you want that too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Time and a place. I was looking at that one. That one had a lot of like limonene in it. Mm. And I love that stuff. So Agreed. Uh, I got to say, Cresco, like all the new drops, all the new strains and stuff, the last couple of months has been really cool. Yeah. I feel like it's been a while since we've a seen a grower do like a wave of new stuff as opposed to just like, oh, here's a new strain or like, here's a new car. It's just like, you know, five or six new strains like all at once. It's right. pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. And all of them are killing it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I want you to explain though, too, if we could, that we were talking about the director's cut and the elegant the orb. orb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were you saying about the lineage parentage? Yeah. You know, like, go ahead and drop some science on if it. If I'm correct on it, um, they share the same parents. So both of them are, uh, gelato and grandpa's breath, mm-hmm. but they're different. I think they come from different phenotypes of those, uh, strains. Yeah. So that's what they feel different. You know? Right. And then once, comes in as an indica dominant and then one's like a hybrid, I guess. Yeah, the director's cut comes in more of a hybrid. I've, with but with totally different terps too, because yeah. like director's cut's crazy and like limonene, mm-hmm. like mercy. And then the elegant orm is like heavy, heavy indica. You know what's cool though is like when we had the director's cut last time, Nick, I felt, I could feel like it was a gelato strain. Like it made me feel very chill, but I was mm. like just kind of laid back and, you know, talkative. It was, it was nice. I've recommended that to like, I don't know, like a ton of people. Yeah, it's good. I agree. Yeah, I've, we've had just quite a little, like quite a lot of it. It just kind of keeps coming in with every order. And I'm so happy about it because I don't feel, I said it once before really early on about pushing the fish, that sometimes you just get uh, shit in yep. that you need to get out. And you're like, yeah, I guess you could try this. Or, you know, maybe not so much pushing the fish, but if somebody asks for something that's not great, like you're like, should I say something? Yeah. This is not that. This is the opposite where somebody's like, what should I get? And like 100% of the time, I'm like, director's cut. They're like, is it good? I'm like, yes. And I feel good about saying it because I really did find it just so well. And yeah, up there with the jet fuel for me of just like definitely what I would like pre-show. Like this feeling is what I like when I smoke almost 100% of the time. It's yeah. like, what are we doing? Let's yeah, like, ready let's to get go. chatty. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not too heavy of like on the sativa side, like anybody would like it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. During the day, anybody would be down with it. You know, yeah. Just a solid hybrid for sure. I feel like more people should try things that are outside of their comfort zone with mm-hmm. uh, the products. You know what I mean? Like I, perfect example, I have the mac and cheese from Strain right now. And typically like for whatever reason, the cheese strains just, the idea of them made me like apprehensive. I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to like it. But I got that and I ended up really enjoying it. And the same thing happened with the grape gasoline from Insa. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to go out of your way, try something different. You'd be surprised. Definitely. Absolutely. I don't think I've seen that grape gasoline by Insa. It's, I'll have to keep my eye out It's off of really that. good. It's, really um, nice. I don't know what, it's some kind of diesel crossed with grape pie. And I felt the grape pie, man. My body was chill, but I mm. felt amazing. It was kind of uplifting and I was really locking in playing music when I was using that one. Super nice. I lost the eighth of it that I had though. I went through like probably half of it and it's gone forever. Mm. So I remember the first time I tried it, I think we were on that trail. Do you remember? When we went to seven tubs? Not when we went to seven. Was it when we went to seven tubs? No, when we were in 44, remember? And then I came up on the trail oh, and you were like, yeah. yo, try this. And then I tried it. And then was that the day that we like 
I skated. Yeah, I was with my buddy yeah. and skating. It was like oh, a yeah. mile and a half. Hours. I was yeah. going so hard skating down like, is that like a dike? Yeah. A dike, yeah. That was a good time. That was a good day. I that forgot about that day. day. Yeah, but that was the first time I experienced it. And I didn't even know. And then I started working and then that strain came in. And you're like, you had that. And I was like, oh, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man. But I do like what you were saying about kind of getting out of your comfort zone. Because before I started working there, I wasn't really big into Kagai at all. And then everybody there, you know, yourself included, is like, oh, no, this really does slap. So I was like, all right, like, let's go for it. And what was the one cart that we just got in that was, it was so good. It was a cross. And I ended up picking it up twice. I'm so bad with the names. Was it the Blueberry Space Cake in OG18? It was indeed, yes. I think we were even talking about that on here the yeah, last year. I saw it on your uh, your Instagram too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that was just that amazing. Was so I was good the Blueberry Space Cake anything. And that with the OG18 was just perfect. The Space Cake was like an early program discovery for me. And just being like, when it was still labeled as like a reserve strain, mm. just like, oh my God. Like, whoa. I feel like a... One kid that you guys work with now that I used to work with told me, he described it as like a heavy blanket of mashed potatoes. And it's like, that's exactly what (laughs) it feels like, you know? I would say so. It's good. I'm going to have to steal that, yeah, just in case. Because if you can't sell something that's like a heavy blanket of mashed potatoes, like, yeah, that's that's the perfect. I want that right now, actually. That sounds great. And it tastes so good. It tastes like blueberries. When I first tried it, it just felt like you were, like, it's so earthy as well. Like, you were just sucking on a raw blueberry. You know what I mean? You got that kind of like, kind of the feel, kind of the taste of a blueberry, but not like super sweet blueberry kind of taste. Not artificial. Not artificial, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I loved it. We stand Cresco here. uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Especially for cartridges. For sure. Concentrates. Flour too. I mean, I just got their Keystone Banana and it was like 33%. Um, And I watched the movie that Gardens of the Galaxy that we're talking about later. um, And it was amazing. And I think... Puts me out and it tastes amazing. So good. Yeah. I stand by Cresco. Yeah. <laughs> I also picked that up. I haven't opened it because I was still fucking with the jet fuel so heavy, but I was going to try that Keystone banana soon. So it's good to know I'm in. Yeah. yeah I like that. I stand by Cresco. I'm going to. That is, <laughs> is that so- marshmallow. How was yeah. that? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can take a look if you want after. That's not even this current batch. That's the old batch that we had. Oh, I don't really? even know how long ago. Mm. Because, again, I'm not a huge indica guy. I will branch out, but if I don't like it, it'll stay in reserve for as long as I need it to. Because the one under that is the Jawa cake, which I liked. But, I mean, I have to want to go to sleep. And maybe that's the thing about it that I don't (laughs) like about it. It's like I'm almost never ready to go to sleep until I am, which is the dumbest thing. But Mm -hmm. I'll be up and I'll be ready. And, you know, my wife usually falls asleep before me and just be out. And then I'll be up, I'll be up, and fuck it, let's go to bed. And I'm just ready for it right then and there. So, like, immediately. The idea of a nighttime smoke is not something that I take as often, but yeah. for me, I use that, maybe I like, will know. those indicas like that, like the Jawa cake. I use those during the day and like the coffee ice cream from Terrapin too. And like the ice cream cake, they're just like high in lime. And even, I don't even feel tired. I just feel like uplifted and just like happy and like calm down. You yeah. know what I mean? And not like super energetic. Cause I feel like I'm always just feel energetic and I need something to like kind of bring me down. So I like those indica strains during the day and then heavy indicas at night, usually. Yeah. Right on. I always feel like I have the opposite experience. Like when I get home from work, I'm so tired that the last thing that I want to do is like lay on a couch. I want to, I want my second wind. You know mm. what I mean? So I try to go for like 
or uplifting hybrids and stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. I got that kosher tangy uh, citrus daydream from mm. Cresco right now. That stuff's really good. Really nice. Yeah, I agree. I had that pretty recently as well. All the crosses that they've been coming in with recently have been pretty freaking solid. But that one, Kosher Tangy, is just such a distinct taste and feel that it's just like, this is, yeah, it is one. Yeah. So happy. It is. It's so chill. Citrus Daydream, too. I always liked that one. I think that was one of the first flowers I got from Cresco. Yeah. Like when I first came in. It was. It was pretty good for a sativa, and I wasn't trying to go into like heavy sativas, but that one seemed more like chill and like more like kind of spacey. I think the first time I had that was when we were, me and you were playing music together. Oh, yeah. It felt amazing for that. Yeah. It felt really good. True. Nice. (laughs) I think that that was awesome. We definitely dropped a lot of science, definitely a lot of different things for people to go and pick up. As always, I want to know what everybody else on the other side of the mic is listening to. No. is smoking on as well so please if you could do like drop the comments right on the walls do the tweets all those fun things i don't really know but you know we are going to end this bud section and head on into the bro section so entering into this bro section and something that i wanted to talk about i don't know if we did it on either of your guys's initial episodes though it's going to be how we know each other and then the more meat and potatoes i want to hear about is more how you guys know each other because even now the kind of off mic conversation it's going back further than i even realized we're talking how long now like decade oh decade plus decade plus decade plus at least like 10 or 11 years yeah yeah Uh, yeah that's fucking awesome the amount of stories that we're probably going to get into seems fun but before i did that i did want to talk about james and i how we knew each other i wanted to bring that up on our episode because like i felt we were always what's the phrase like ships in the night yeah Mm -hmm. every time our circle we were in the same circles just stepped right on out so the first one was i went back to school to go to wilkes university and i did all the communication stuff and it was on all the things and i went to school with your partner and like then worked down the street. Did we have we any? Cl- did we? Have, were we there at the same time? No, I don't think that we were there at the exact. I, I again shipped passing the night. Yeah. I think that I started the winter that you had just left that spring, 2016. Yeah, yeah. I started yeah. that January That's then. Crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I, so my first semester there was Jane's last one. Jane. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was super sad. I was super to have her for at least just a little bit. But That's then awesome. like the paper and knowing. Uh, Dr. Churchill, mm-hmm. we used your password for what was the shit that used to lay it out? InDesign. We yeah. used your password, probably still are using your password for the school newspaper up until this day. Amazing. So <laughs> between your partner and Dr. Churchill and like everybody, you were brought up all the time. And then I would see you, you allowed me to deliver papers to your job because that yes. was my favorite part. And kind of maybe jumping back into the traveling of the green, like, I don't know if it was so obvious to everybody why I chose to do that giant paper route, but like I would just sit and I had a pipe, a little corn cob pipe, and I would just go and walk down Wilkes-Barre because when you're walking down there, you're not the only one smoking for sure on the streets. So nobody would ever look at you and I just had my headphones and I just, you know, five and people would just take them and I just keep on my walk. Not until hindsight do I realize like as kind of a quote unquote poster child for the school, I was showing up to places probably smelling like weed a little bit. Oh yeah. But I feel like it's to be expected to a degree. Yeah. Know? I always appreciated it when you came into my job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to point out one other thing to tell you. Maybe I don't even know if they ever told you about, I had Tony at one point once we figured out like, oh, okay, we're each okay with canvas. I was like, listen, could you maybe be my spotter 
And if I ever come in smelling too much, just like give me a little signal and I'll go like outside. Cause like I had my kit, I had Febreze, you know, yeah. mouse spray. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to be as DL about it as I could, but I did ask her once, can you be my spotter? And one time it happened, we were in Dr. Churchill's, uh, is it Churchill? I keep saying it. it's just Churcher. Churcher, yeah. yeah. We were Winston in Dr. Churchill, Dr. Churcher. <laughs> That's yeah. where I was going yeah. with it. We were in Dr. Churcher's office and she just very subtly, she was walking by, she just went, <laughs> and put the like oh yeah you kind of stink but and i was just like i think i left something in my car and just went outside like didn't have a car like that's how bad it was <laughs> i didn't even have a car i just went outside just to get the fucking stink yeah. just to let the breeze pass through me or put the pipe because again with preparedness i had like a pipe in a bag yeah. in a ziplock in my bag just trying to really mitigate the smell yeah because mm-hmm. i didn't have a car so i took the bus there and then i'd be there for however long class was yeah. sometimes it's in the morning and sometimes couldn't so like could it not have any yeah of course you know and i was not in the program so carts weren't a thing yep. ingestibles or nothing like that was happening i really like the image of like not only you being really stoned in all those classes but you as like a quote-unquote adult learner yeah. that shit is so funny to me yeah like when it's when it's an 18 year old kid it's just like oh, whatever you're an 18 year old kid but like a full-grown man being like no, no no i'm here and i'm stoned right now and you can't say shit about it to me no so and funny. i'm getting really nice grades yeah. and they gave mm-hmm. me like awards and shit like that yeah, more yeah, than yeah, once yeah. and like i would like to look back because i did talk to somebody recently on the show his name is parker and I was like, did I smell? And he said, I don't think, I never really caught it. Like, But he was somebody who I let, let in on like the, yeah. I like marijuana kind of secret of it. You know, it was funny around some of the people who did know, I'd call it vitamins. You know, I got to go take some vitamins or something like that. You know, like just <laughs> vitamins for the mind. There you go. I love that. Which can then kind of segue into our first meeting that I thought at first was at work. But yeah. then I, I realized, I just even told you when I looked at it, I was like, I think I know that guy. So one time while I tried everything green, I was trying to find some, and you were the man in which, who could have had some for me? Yeah. And uh, it was either, was it Tony? I think I Tony think connected Tony. you guys. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I would, you know, I'd have a bunch of weed and then my friends and people I worked with would, you know, I'd give some to them, you know what I mean? Um, so, and I never really tried to like branch out from people that I didn't know. You know what I mean? Um, Just because sketch. Yeah, that yeah, could be sketchy it's sketch, sometimes. And it's like, I, I don't know the people, whatever. I don't want to, I never wanted it to be like, a, I'm trying to make money. It was just like, I, I can get a lot of weed and nobody can. So why don't <laughs> yeah. I make sure that all my friends and the people I work with can get weed? Um, and then I can smoke for free. And it was awesome. Um, but then Tony hit me up and then it was Tony. So I was like, okay, you know, whoever this person is, it's going to be chill. Yeah. Um, but then at that point, like I probably didn't have much left or like what I had wasn't like presentable or I didn't feel good letting you pay for it. Um, cause then we, you know, we texted it and then I was going to meet you outside the back. Um, and then you came up, I remember. And then I was like, yo, uh, here's this. Did I, I didn't get you to pay for it. That was the thing. The way that I'm I'm remembering it, yeah. it's like, yeah, because and it makes sense as kind of how you're saying it now. It's like you didn't want to come across as a guy like, oh, I'll always have this. Hit me up whenever you want. I'm a, I am that guy for you. Right. It was just so like, it was more like, oh, I had a lot. And now this is kind of what I have left and you can have it. Yeah. For enough. For, I didn't want to charge Correct. you for anything. And like at first I was like, oh, okay. And then like it sat with me like, oh, am I taking the last of his weed? So I have weed? Like that's fucked up. Like I, 
You know, yeah. it's like taking a sandwich out of a hungry person because I'm hungry too. Like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do that. Like, yeah. so I, yes, apparently I turned around. I was like, no, dude, you just keep this. Like, I can't take this from yeah. you. Years later, we meet and you were like, we were talking around and you're like, was it not good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> because in my eyes, it's like, oh, this person really wanted weed. And then I was like, oh, here's some weed for free. And then you just turn around. And I was like, I don't even want it. And I was like, it's free. And then he just left. And I was like, yeah, like we've been talking all day about this weed. And then you're like, you're not even going to have it. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, why would you take my all right weed just for free? Politely declining. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't realize you were also just being polite and like thinking like now that you know me and <laughs> yeah. being overly polite is just so, a thing that so I, much sense. Thank you. It, in the moment, I was like, man, this guy's not going to take it for free. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even good enough. Yeah, I but, am happy for the reconciliation of yeah. that of just like no you know me of like thinking i couldn't like this is your last no i'm not gonna take i i physically mm. couldn't because i also knew like this will be gone in five minutes like if he can make it last long i don't know like, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go home and smoke this immediately and be back on the hunt like <laughs> yeah. i'm wasting this yeah. guy's time is yeah. more what i felt and i'm wasting the end of his weed i just couldn't do it yeah <laughs> yeah you're a better person uh, for saying no but we <laughs> we knew each other for a couple weeks Right, or we even did the first podcast um, before even knowing that, or before I even realized that. Like, Tony told me that I was like, "That was him." I was like, "That was him." Yes. Like, well, no way. Yeah. I was like, "Dang, we met before." Um, but it feels so good to like figure that out and like when <laughs> that interaction happened. You know. Yes, that's it's very because I didn't I didn't remember until you're like. It's funny because you're like, do you remember? And automatically it just, like, you didn't have to say another word. Like, where I thought I knew your face, everything just clicked mm -hmm. of like, oh, this is going to be weird. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember what you're about to bring up. And yeah. I probably came across like an asshole. But now knowing that, like, yeah. no, no, I'm just, I am too timid and polite <laughs> yeah. to take the last of somebody's weed. Is, right. It is, again, nice to know that. Yeah. No, it definitely is. But that's just scratching the surface of how we know each other one and one. But I wanted to now, like, yeah, 11, 10 plus, 11 years, something like that of knowing each other. So right off, I stopped you earlier. So I'm going to start with a fun one of, A, I should start with you were in a band. Yeah. And you're yeah. coming from a show that was weird. So immediately I just want to hear about that, diving into it's. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. See, like, just for what this a, reaction, like, it just seems like it's going to be such a good story. So the is, thing, is it podcast worthy? Do you mind? Yeah, I think so. Thank I mean, you very much. It's not, like, particularly, yeah. like, well... The thing about DIY and playing in like a do-it-yourself style band is that every time you're playing somewhere that you've never played before, you're basically just rolling the dice. And like, what's this going to be like? Uh, yep. Sometimes it's fucking amazing. Sometimes it's really unmemorable. And sometimes you show up at like a house party in the Poconos and it's super uncomfortable and sketch. And that was yeah. the vibe of that place. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, it was a house show. Yeah. Like in, it was like a trailer park. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a house like adjacent and like that show had brought like a ton of people. Yes. So many people pulling in so loud. Um, where it was two house shows, one vicinity. Is no, what you're saying? no. I'm saying uh, there, so there's that house that we're playing in the show and then there's an adjacent house with people living and sleeping. And oh, doing okay. Whatever. I'm sorry. All right. And we're having this huge okay, now punk rock I'm show um, with all a ton of people getting drunk. You know, smoking, smoking weed. weed. Yeah. Um, in a very quiet place in like the yeah. middle of the woods. The middle you know of the woods, mean? right. Very disruptive. Yeah. yeah. So it started getting pretty rowdy. Um, yeah. And then the whole night we just felt like weird vibes. It was just very weird. I don't even think we played yet. Not or maybe think... one person had played. And yeah. it was Halloween. It was like a Halloween. Um, everybody's dressed up. And then we hear that 
like people across the street had a gun. Yeah, what I was guess it? somebody across the street was like, because you know the, the neighbors have been like yelling shit at people outside because they're you know pissed off. I guess rightfully so, but. You know, I guess somebody like whipped a gun out the window and I heard that and I was like, cool, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. As and did I, a ton of people. Yep. Um, a lot of people left. That'll there. do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, but, that's uh, a pretty good sign of fight. I need to fuck off. Yeah. Way to clear a room for sure. <laughs> so most, a majority of people left, but a lot of people stayed, right? And uh, the people who own the house um, that were hosting the show decided this shit ain't stopping. So we played after the gun. Like... Uh, cause I was, we we're playing two, I was playing two sets that oh, night. Oh, I was like, I don't think, I think I left. You, you played, guys left. You we didn't him, play, man. but yeah. I played with him. And yeah. also the person, um, also in, that was in that band with me, like the singer was being very ignorant and loud. So we were going hard and like the whole stress, the whole time of me playing after the gun waving, you know what I mean? Just like what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. But I'm they gonna were, feel a sudden impact and I'm not going to know what it is. And then all of a sudden it's going to hurt bad. And I'll realize that I've been shot <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing this show right now. Holy yeah. shit. To uh, die for a house show in Blakesley, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, that noise. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I had an okay night after that. Nothing really happened after that. I mean, the neighbors didn't really do anything else. Um, we played the show, chilled, and then we went home. But then when you guys went home. Yeah, me and Tony bailed out of there and we were in separate cars because I came from like an airport. Um, and because of the gun thing, Tony's phone was fucking blowing up. So in a moment, and she never texts and drives. She's really not like a, you know, bad driver. In a moment of weakness, she just glanced down just to see what the fuck was going on. And in that moment, I stopped short at a stoplight and she rear-ended me and totaled both of our cars crazy yeah that's fucking intense <laughs> yeah. God damn. really wild night man it was yeah <laughs> really, really like yeah. not the best for sure no definitely not the best yeah yeah it sucks we didn't get to play that's okay yeah i'm glad <laughs> what did we dress like i don't even remember what was i dressed like? oh you guys did you dress as a band i don't remember or did no. you go individually? i don't think we did it at that show one time for a show we played me and andrew and our drummer wore matching uh like beer onesies, like the little like big foam costumes that like you look like a mascot. We all just wore those. That was pretty yeah. funny. Playing, yeah. That was on Halloween too, wasn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, because yeah. of the cost. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it depended on the name of the band. Yeah, I don't know. If you were the Bruise or something, I'd be like, all right, right on. Yeah, that's your shtick. Like the Aquabats or something exactly. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Was that, that was the cover show. Mm-hmm. Let me cover yeah. it. Okay. Covered the Descendants. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's great. So what was the name of the band then? I I know they don't know though. Tell me. <laughs> Spur. And how long did that go on? How did that start? I guess we should start actually. You know, I jumped right into a story because again we started talking about it and just both you guys. I know. It just seemed like such a good story. But let's start about that. How long have you like? No, we went into that. Sorry. Where did you meet? It was really funny. Is I don't I can't even pinpoint the first time that I met you, Andrew. It just yeah. feels like you were. You were not in my life, and then suddenly you were there. Yeah. You know I would I mean? say the first time we like solidly hung out was at your graduation. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Party. Like, besides like being at a show around being each other. Adjacent to one another. You know, yeah. like I was at your house. That was the first time I was like, I'm hanging out with yeah. James. Andrew was like a friend of one of my close friends. So he would just, they would all hang out. Um, and then he ended up at my graduation party when I was graduating high school, which is really funny because. At that time, I was 18, and Andrew might have been like, I don't know, like 11 years old. I was like, four, like 14, <laughs> no. I think, at the time. So in 13 hindsight, or 14. Yeah, in hindsight, it's really funny, because it's like being 
17 or 18 years old and just being like, hey, this kid in ninth grade, do you want to get so high right now? And I feel bad. Yeah. I feel like, you know what I mean? But I was already like so about it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I was... It wasn't like it was your first time. No, no. I was I was there for it. I didn't correct you. <laughs> I was there for it. Yeah. And that night, I think that was that night that I fell asleep outside. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because we all had like a lawn chair situation in like, uh, like the Pocono Mountains. So it's like out woodsy, you know what I mean? And we're all around like a fire. And then I had like fallen asleep on the chair while everybody was still hanging out and then woke up in the morning <laughs> still on the chair. Like everybody's gone. And then I look over and uh, our drummer from Spur yeah. is also asleep on the chair in the middle of the morning. Like the dew's coming out, like birds are chirping. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It was it was very weird. But it was a bonding moment for you too, for sure. It was, yeah. it was definitely. What yeah. you said though reminded me of a time I was at a party. My dad has been meeting up with the same friends since college for Good Friday. Yeah. And they also had a kid. They were all at our house, and I don't, I want to say I was like 14, 15, and like, oh, I'm going to go smoke, and like, he was like nine or 10 or something like that. Like and literally I, like nine or 10? I feel like oh. it, I don't know, maybe even 11, maybe I'm just really putting him, three or four years, yeah, maybe yeah. I was 15, 15 and 11, Yeah. and I was thinking like, oh, this, like, he shouldn't catch me, and he quote unquote catches me smoking, and he's like, oh, great, and he starts smoking, I was like... Oh, this is not how I thought it was going to happen. And then he starts, he's like, Oh, your weed sucks. And I was like, All right. <laughs> yeah. And he got me really fucking baked that night. Oh, my God. And years later, I'm telling my sister about this. And she's like, You got that little boy high? And I was like, That motherfucker got me high that night. Like, it was messed up. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I was trying to be sly about it. And like, yeah. it was crazy. That's so funny. I, I definitely, I think I smoked weed for the first time when I was like 12 or 13. But looking back now to be like, to think about a 12 year old smoking weed is like, what are you doing? Young child? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, at the time it was like, it just felt like we were hanging around each other. You yeah. know what I mean? It didn't feel weird that you were older. It just felt no. like we were all kind of on the same level. For sure. You know what I mean? It was assumed that I'd smoked weed. You know what I mean? Either way, we were in like a safe environment oh, yeah. and like, it's all very chill. You fell asleep outside and nothing bad happened. Nothing like bad that. happened. Like there was no bear. Itself. No guns. No guns. That's yeah. always a good night. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know exactly when we met. That I sucks. I wish I did. <laughs> You're still playing and making music together up until this day, though. So that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, we jam all the time. That's great. What are you guys playing right now, like in terms of instruments? Um, I usually play guitar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like a drummer by nature. I played bass in the band that we were in for a long time, but like my primary instrument is drums. And when Andrew and I have been jamming lately, that's usually what we do. Like I'll play drums and he'll play guitar. We can come up with some cool stuff. Yeah. Nice. I want to teach myself to play the bass eventually, one day. You're a drummer, so you could play the bass. Yeah. yeah I like that. That's all yeah. the rhythm section, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. And then do you like to smoke when you do it or before or after all of the above? All the above. All the above for me, definitely. Nice. Because I was in a few bands, and it's funny because we all have, we've all played the meat locker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a weird fucking story. That's a weird <laughs> thing bringing us together oh, that gosh. nobody who hasn't played the meat locker, you can't understand it, guys. You just fucking can't. And we all know it. So it's funny. I shared that with another person. I hope she doesn't mind her name, though. I don't think she will. Liz. Oh, yeah. I was talking yeah. to Liz, and she said something like, Do you know the meat locker? And I was like, I fucking, yes. <laughs> it's such a small world. And yet we all go to that piece of shit fucking basement yep. in New yeah. Brunswick. 
And if anybody listening is like, I wonder what the meat locker is like, just listen to what the name is. And it's like, you probably have a good idea yeah. of what Imagine that, it, and it's that, that like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just know the bathroom doesn't have a lock yeah. and there's a piano destroyed in a corner somewhere that's not moved since forever. And there was a point where there were literal meat hooks just laying around. And I don't know what the deal with that place was, but I remember playing there at like midnight. So oh, yeah. I remember playing there like three in the afternoon. Really? Like a matinee show. Wow. But like, I yeah, I don't know why it wasn't at like normal times or like if they were doing something else during that time. But I remember like, we have to play like fucking really late. It was a straight on basement. So you guys, like anybody imagining, imagine a hole in the wall for a stairwell and then a right where another hole in the wall stairwell took you to stairs that were holes down a wall into a basement. Now above that, like, again, it was a meat locker. So I think above that was a restaurant. Yeah. Still, even to this day, yeah. is a restaurant that actually used it for a motherfucking meat locker. Yeah. So I think that the times were so weird because they had to move them around. They're busy and slow times. Yeah. Oh. So, like, you couldn't have a show on a Friday night so much. But on a Sunday, yeah, whatever. Right. Or you can play, yeah, matinee show on a Tuesday. I don't give yeah, a shit. You know, or you could play Whatever they did, yeah. There <laughs> were strange times around it, I think, to accommodate... The restaurant. That makes yeah. sense. I probably played to like four people. I, was, I definitely played to yes. literally zero people. Like quite literally nobody. Like nobody who was not also performing that night. Was that oh, okay. Yeah. That's at least okay. Because I was going to say, wow, nobody, nobody. Like, because <laughs> I was always, I tried for the most part to stay like once we were done. Yeah. But I was also, we've talked about the drummer of like getting your shit up yep. the stairs sucked and mm. I was just so ready to leave at that point. Yeah. So you were also talking about like the drummer's curse of setting up. Like you're the asshole who's looking at the drummer who went on before you. Like, hey, can you hurry up? Yeah. But you're also your the foot. asshole looking at the guy in back of you, going like, you can wait a second. Yep. I've got to break down. Like, mm-hmm. it's funny as shit. And you're always the last person on stage to get to be finished. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like everybody's looking at like <clears throat> the drummer. Being like, hey, come on, like we're, we're gonna play our set, and yeah. it's like, but I have to move my symbols so that it's comfortable for mm-hmm. me. And meanwhile, yeah, everybody else is boom, 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 yep. boom, 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 dun, 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 and they're all playing, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there soon, guys. Like it's gonna happen, and no, it's yeah. it's that that's fucking funny as shit that we have that as well. What do you think the worst venue that we ever played was? Nice, the worst venue we yeah. ever played. Because the, the first thing that comes to mind for me is there there's a house in Richmond, Virginia that I we knew played. I say that. We walked in and like when you walked in the living room, you could smell the piss in the basement. Yeah. Ooh, it was and then the gnarly. basement was like small yep. and like not taken care of. Like not even like, oh, it kind of smells like piss. It's like, oh, somebody, <laughs> somebody might have pissed 30 seconds ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did I piss my pants actually? <laughs> like shit. Yeah. Oh, um, God. I don't know if that's a word. I honestly didn't mind it that much. I was just like, all right, punk rock. Like, it just felt like, I was just like, of course it smells like piss <laughs> down yeah. here in the fucking basement in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is actually the perfect setting <laughs> for what we're about to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I wouldn't say that was like the worst. It might have been. It might have been the worst actual venue. Yeah. Like the worst setting for a venue, I would say. Um, what was the best? Masquerade had to be the masquerade had yeah. to be right in Atlanta. That was very cool. Ooh, that yeah. sounds fun as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was like we booked a. Was that our January tour? Right, like our winter yeah. tour. Yeah, it would have been about f- probably five years ago, like this month. Right, and it was like the only one of the only venues on that tour we played that was like a quote unquote like real venue. 
You know what I mean? Like super nice sound. We got paid a good amount of money. We got comped food. We got a fridge full of like beer that our um, driver, merch guy, stole. (laughs) Yeah. Well, stole. Well, here's the conundrum. Let me ask you a question, Nick, right? So you're playing a show. Maybe you're whatever, playing a bit. And they give you a fridge full of beer. The expectation, right, is that you could drink some or all of that beer in theory. That's why it's provided to you. Is it unethical then to take it from the venue in a backpack and go somewhere else with it later? I personally know. I'm sitting here shaking my head. No, especially too. Thank you. If a motherfucker, especially, I hate when they're like, you know, help yourself. You open that door. Yeah. If they they said that's for you guys, hell yeah. I I would personally take it. But doesn't it feel a little different? Oh, it feels a little. You know what I mean? It feels a little greedy, but at the same time, it was like, we could have drank it all there. And it would have been fine. It would have been fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, my question is, obviously, we have dual sides of this. If somebody were to stop you and say, that wasn't for you, put it back, would you have put up an argument? Would you have said, no, you said this was for us? Or would you have gone, oh, sorry, and put it back? No, because I would, would be so- Where would you have died on that I would hill? be so anxious. I'd be like, of course. And I would just put it right back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instantly. But uh, That's where I also draw the line of, would I take it? Yes. But if they were like, hey, that no, we, you, know, you shouldn't. Do that, I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, you're right." But no, they never said anything about us taking or anything like that. And we I had beer for that night, yeah. and it was it was a great night in Atlanta. Yeah. What do we? Where did we eat that? That we got the per diem. I think it was like a some kind of taco spot. Oh, it was like a Chipotle yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, but like a non Chipotle. Non Chipotle Chipotle. Oh yeah, you yeah. guys don't eat meat, so you wouldn't go to the hamburger yeah. place. No. That's None like of us fucking world that, famous down there. That point. Why can't right? I think of the name? Cookout. No. Oh, fuck. I went to Atlanta so many goddamn times. You'd think I'd remember. <laughs> Cookout as if it's not like a huge yeah. chain. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the okay. first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time I, I think I've ever gotten paid for food yeah. at a show. Yeah, like that is from, pretty fucking amazing. And then amazing. we get there and they're like, oh, here's this cool green room and this fridge full of beer. And we're like, are you sure? Yeah. Like... And they're also going to pay us money like for the show? Of, like a good amount. Not a lot of money, but way more money than we made on any, and other. any other show. And then also we get to have all this PBR. Yeah. What a great night. Yeah. That was really cool. PBR is something special. Like I don't drink anymore, but I do look back on those days like, and I kind of, I, I miss a good PBR, dude. Yeah. I, I would love one after, especially a day of doing something. Yeah. Even just like right now would be a pretty good time, but not to go here or there. I just couldn't stop at one. But for PBR, sure. you said something yeah. like something rang me of like, that does just sound so pleasant to be like, mm-hmm. here, guys. Like, the biggest show we ever played was Starland, and it was a battle of the oh, band. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. a lot of people were there. But you were talking about in terms of like a mic check, sounding really good, yeah. looking cool with lights. Like, it was definitely the best place we ever mm-hmm. played. Yeah. But some of the best shows were in worse places where like, we were also saying, I've played to nobody. Like, if 10 people were singing your song back to you, it's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Or even just knew, like, the break, you know, yeah. just how long we took for the dun 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 just like dancing around and having a good time. Yeah. Just like standing there, like, you know, all frozen, like, okay. I think, like, kind of on that note, my favorite, my favorite show that we ever played as a band was we played in Keene, New Hampshire which is like, what the fuck is in Keene, New Hampshire? But like a lot of kids who are super into like local and, you know, semi-local music. And that was the thing is like, you're a small time touring band from Pennsylvania. You're in, you know, Keene. It's like, everybody's just like, oh shit, here's a cool band who's like, yeah. to- so we, it made it look like yeah. not cooler than we were, but. Right. 
No, that's cooler. Like, no, I know exactly what you're talking everybody about. Everybody was touring bands really came around. into it. That's Super cool as fuck. It was like a huge college town. Um, which was cool. And then we got there and these dudes are like super chill. They got this really nice house. And then like hundreds of people yeah. are coming yeah. to this like house. Sh- and like, it's packed. like a huge party. Like yeah. the whole block is going off and it's like huge college town. We're like in the basement, like this is going to be pretty sick. Yeah, and then, oh, go ahead. no, no. And then, uh, I just remember playing and like, everybody is psyched. Yep. Everybody yeah. was screaming. Yeah. It wasn't like, just like a, like a college party where you were there in addition to it being a party, like you were the main event and everybody was like, yo, this fucking rules. This is yeah. awesome. That was fun. Yeah. I felt like a fucking rock star that yeah. night and we sold so much merch because, yeah. because we said it was our, uh, yes. the dude driving us, we said it was his birthday. We said it was his 21st, 21st birthday. birthday. He was 24 so like, and it wasn't his birthday. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and then we we're like, go meet him at the merch table. And then like, of course you're going to go buy merch from the dude. It's his 21st birthday. And like, people are so psyched on it. Um, you know, and then we mentioned it like on stage, it was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That was so cool. That was funny. Really a little funny. lie every now and again, never hurt anybody. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You're performing. No, yeah. it's, it's performance. It's all <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. That's, I, I totally buy into that. Yeah. But I remember him feeding me beer while I was playing and like, I was, just, I was going so hard. I've never felt like. So at peace. And was that our last like real show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause that we, we broke up a couple months after that, but yeah. we like, that was a good way to go out, man. I remember that was amazing. we played this one slow song and you know, the expectation people was going to stand and like whatever, cross their arms. I look up at every single person in unison, just like grunge style head bobbing. I was like, Whoa. Cool. Yeah. Shit rules. Music's fun. Yep. Hell yeah. And then the last show was that, uh, that cover set. The cover set. Yeah. Beer, beer bottles. Beer bottles. Beer boys. Full circle. <laughs> that was wonderful. Great job there. Nice. Uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Me and Andrew have been friends for a while. Yeah. Well, in a pure Scott Mosier clerk style, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> <laughs> as always, guys, as we end out of our sections, uh, I encourage you on the other side to leave comments, tweets, any of those fun things. But that really was a good bro section. Kind of what I wanted to do when I first started of just getting to know you guys so i'm happy we did this there's always going to be more to come but that was awesome thanks yeah hell yeah hell yeah man with that though we are closing out of that section and entering into the superhero section where we're going to talk a little bit about guardians of the galaxy so right off the bat have you have you seen it in general not recently even just in general definitely i i must i must have right i i watched it last night for the first time i think i mentioned that before and uh I was pretty, like, medicated for it, I will say. And um, I think I got a good gist of what happened, I will say. And I liked it. I definitely did like it. (laughs) So for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, somehow living under a rock, never heard of this MCU thing. Guardians of the Galaxy came out in 2014, rated PG-13, came in at two hours, one minute. That seems long long that I'm saying it out loud, but it really, in my opinion, never feels that way. Starring Chris Pratt, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista as the Guardians of the Galaxy themselves. But also we have Lee Pace in there, Michael Rooker, fucking badass, Karen Gillian, and Dijmon Hunsu. John C. Riley makes an appearance, which is like really fucking funny, as well as Glenn Close, where you're like, wait, Glenn Close? Like that Glenn Close is in the MCU? Yeah, she is. It's pretty fucking insane. Jeez, I mean, Benicio Del Toro, where do I stop reading? It just kind of keeps going. Really, really good cast. And this is kind of where it gets a little shitty. It was directed by James Gunn, and he's just a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. I said, yeah, he can. I'm surprised he hasn't been canceled yet. 
kind of thing. Like, I think with The Suicide, like, he was kicked off one of the Guardians movies. Okay. And then The Suicide Squad, like, landed him. And now he's coming back to do the third because of, like, some old tweets where... did people, uh, like, stand up, like, in defense of him, right? He got, like, he got kicked off the one project, and then all the uh, cast was like, no, we, we stand by him or whatever. Yeah, I don't think Rooker would come back without him because I know yeah. that he was really tight with him and stuff like that, yeah. like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, personally, I've been on the line of like, yeah, I've seen some of the tweets and they're not funny about like kind of pedophilia, weird kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah see, automatically <laughs> you're oh. like, ugh. And I've been online like, yeah, that's not funny, but they're tweets and they're dumb, like whereas other people kind of landed themselves in hot water and like been prosecuted. Yeah. Uh, and there are there old tweets. I they're imagine? super old. Yeah. yeah, I mean he wasn't nearly reaching the amount of people. Yeah. But does that make it right? I don't know. I'm not trying to sit sure. here yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. debate that. However, when I do see his name, I do. I can't just get past it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like something in the back of your head of just like I can't not think of it when I think of him. Yeah. But the second thing I can't not think of is Scooby Doo. Like the first live action Scooby Doo, he wrote that shit too. Did it really? Yeah, I didn't even know that. And it's so good. And I'm like, ah, oh, James, that's funny. Anyway, first thing I want to talk to you guys about, especially after the last conversation in the bros, is like this fucking soundtrack to this is super tight. Do you, do you know everything on it? We can kind of go Let's through, go through it. it. Yeah, we're, we're almost backwards going through it. I want to bring up. Um, I mean, hey, it's <laughs> good because he has like that Walkman, right? Yeah. Uh, so the movie sadly starts out with him losing his mom, and one of like the only thing like she gives him a present. He had a Walkman. He's super into it. So the entire movie is like around songs that she would have grown up and liked yeah so seven late 70s 80s music so as i have i brought it up here like i don't think it's in chronological in any way that Mm -hmm. it is but like mr blue sky by elo fox on the run the chain by fleetwood mac is on Uh, there a lot of rippers yeah uh surrender is on there father oh this might be number two oh no it's the complete one it's both of them mixed together no it's not what i want then sorry (laughs) Oh, it's a playlist. That's why. No, that's silly. <laughs> Not going to find it. Anyway, you know, ABC comes up in my head. He opens up to uh, Come and Get Your Love by Redbone, which yeah. is great. You know, great opening shot of the It's super good. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy that aspect of it. I guess I wanted to ask. It is a weird question. But so this entire thing kind of happens about Peter Quill getting picked up. So we learned in number two. Can I spoil number two yeah, for you? please do. There's a guy who's not really a guy. He might be a Titan or a Celestial. We're not a thousand percent sure. At least I'm not. And he goes around pretty much as a world humping other worlds and like making spawns of himself. And that's what Peter's mom is. So he's kind of like half God or some shit like that. But Yondu's got to go and pick him up. The blue guy with the mohawk. He's got to go and pick him up. And there was recently a what if in the uh, Disney show. What if? If like T'Challa got picked up instead. It's a roundabout way of saying, if you could go back and get yourself picked up to be a galaxy adventurer, would you do so? What a long fucking dumb question, but there we are, guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think I would. Yeah. I think that would be cool. If I was like half God born, that would be sick. Hell yeah. I think I would have to. Do you mean specifically for like the MCU or just in general? Just in general of knowing like, you know, as we're sitting here as people on this planet like space to us is what the moon yeah you know we can go to the moon and come back in our lifetime like we we, certainly can't you know yeah yeah, exactly but like even farther i don't i don't think that we can get to mars and back in a lifetime 
Right. Is that true? I I don't know. It's far. I don't think yeah. we can go that fast. I think that yeah, if you were to even be born on a ship, I don't I don't know. Yeah. You know, somewhere some nerds going, yes, you could. Anyway. <laughs> maybe Saturn, Jupiter, pick a fucking farther For one. Sure. What I'm saying exactly. is to get out of the Milky Way and really start going around and like exploring shit, would you do that? What do you think? I think I would. Yeah. yeah. There's so many parts of me that's like I don't even want to get on a boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I mean, like, I'm afraid to call and make a doctor's appointment sometimes. And it's <laughs> right. just like, I don't know if I'm going to be hitting light speed anytime soon. Yeah. But if it was like in the movie and I had to, I would accept it. And I would, you know. Or if I was like as fucking nimble and had a gun like Chris Pratt does, you know. Yeah. It would be, be different. If I had a Walkman and I yeah. was cruising, maybe. <laughs> Here's another fun story. You guys aren't going to get it as much as me being much more fit than I am. But like Chris Pratt was known kind of as the Andy character on Parks and oh, Rec, yeah. you know, yeah, definitely yeah. in and around my body shape of just being round. And for this movie, he's not so, you know, there's that one scene where he gets sprayed with the orange stuff and then he gets all angry and he's like looking at the camera and breathing yeah. and his stomach just goes like, like, do you think you could, this is another weird question. We're not talking about this movie at all. Sorry. But do you, would you do that for a movie role? Do you think that you can like stop eating all your favorite foods and go to the gym for like a fucking job? And on top of that, like learn the nimble choreography you just mentioned and all that shit. Like, I mean, I definitely think like it's different for people that are that level of like celebrity because like you said, it's their job to do it. They definitely have access to like an amazing personal trainer. They definitely have people planning and giving them all their meals. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you pretty much just like show up and put in the time like you would any other job at that point. And just, but their job is to get absolutely fucking shredded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you'd make a ton of money. Yeah. That'd be cool. Now I don't remember who I was listening to recently, but it was on the Steve-O podcast. But they knew Anna Ferris, who used to be married to Chris Pratt, and the keyword being used to be. And apparently, he started doing like getting in shape and just wasn't as fun anymore. Oh my! And I God. do worry. I I would wonder about that because yeah. like one of my favorite Chris Pratt stories comes from Park and Rec, comes from Aziz Ansari, of acting needs um what's the word continuity. Yeah. So if you're having an eating scene and your line maybe has to take a bite out of a hamburger and then you keep talking. If you fuck it up, you need a new hamburger because you can't already have a bite taken out of it in case they use some parts of it. And it's very commonplace for them just to have a spit bucket. And Aziz Ansari was like, yeah, Chris Pratt wasn't about that. And I watched that guy eat six hamburgers that day. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's my man. Like, that's funny as shit. That's awesome. And he goes from being the guy like that to apparently not being fun anymore. But he looks super ripped. So then I guess, would you be crabby and annoying all the time? But when you took off your shirt, you're just like... (laughs) Look at that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I maybe. Know. I don't know. I wonder I hope, if he I smokes hope, weed. Maybe he Yeah, maybe start. he just needs mm-hmm. to find something else to make him like a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe he takes himself too seriously. Chris Pratt, if you're listening, just lighten <laughs> up, man. You know? I've heard that smoking weed and working out is like good. Yeah, fucking rules. It's yeah? It's really fun, dude. Yeah. I should fucking look into that. It feels really nice. Like, Is that well, something you do? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, all the time. Well, not all the time, but I do go to the gym a lot, and I do smoke weed and go to the gym regularly. And it's like, you know, the whole idea if you're lifting weights especially is like you want to have a strong connection to the muscle that you're moving. What better way to do that than to put yourself in an altered state where you're hyper-focused on exactly how that feels. And you just like, at least I just zone in. I'll put on like some really... Uh, like hypnotic kind of music, maybe some like doom metal or something really like heavy, but like slow and groovy and then just lock in. It feels amazing. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. 
I'm going to look into that. That's, that's amazing. I say that, but like, I've also been starting to work out for about 31 years now. <laughs> like the best shape I was ever in. I think we were talking about it earlier about was in a waiter. And that's because of two reasons. One, you're moving yeah. a lot. And two, I was just, I didn't want food anymore. Yeah. You know, like you're just tired of looking at it. Yeah. So you, the you best eat- shape I was in was just, just thinner, you yeah. know, never, ever, I would say bulky of like, uh, but like. No, probably not going to do it. But Chris Pratt sure fucking did. Not only that, but Dave Bautista did too. He's in this movie. How do you guys feel about Drax? Um, I, I was down for it. I used to watch Bautista all the time as oh, a kid. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown and stuff. I used, used to love Bautista. Oh, I, I didn't sh- consider because I, I was never like a wrestling kid growing up. Me neither. Yeah, so crazy. that was an answer I wasn't ready for. But go ahead, tell us about that. Like, was yeah. he a? He's a pro wrestler, Bautista. What what, it, what I I can I I always remember the word heel. What's the opposite of a heel? Of a heel? Yeah, like if you're the bad guy, you're the heel, right? Like, isn't that how that works in wrestling? Oh, or I am think, I just yeah. crazy? Yeah, like um, you turn heel. Yeah, yeah you kind of um, have a have I a thought bad there vibe. was like good guys and bad guys, and like there's a story, right? Or are we talking yeah, about there's like, always like a yeah? I, I wasn't sure. Or if you were talking about like Olympic fucking wrestler, and I missed something. <laughs> oh, like, no, no, no. Oh, w, you, WWE, yeah, like right. acting kind of wrestler. But he was always cool, and he was always that jacked kind of dude and he had the batista bomb and i always thought that was like one of the coolest like super moves or whatever they do um and he had a cool like opening song too so like to see him in there and like see him like funny it's like wow that's batista that's awesome just watch him wrestle as a kid do you think he's gonna do the same thing that the rock did or you think that he's pretty much taken that category over as like former pro wrestler turned the most famous movie actor of all time yeah i don't think he could live up to what the rock did (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how he does it either like everything he makes, everybody just loves. Like it yeah. just it, everything he does is awesome, dude. And there, it's so funny because it's like he did a movie pretty recently. I watched it over like the holiday, some kind of like art robbery movie. I don't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, with Ryan Netflix. Reynolds and yep. Gal Gadot on the Netflix. Yes, and yeah. it was it was enjoyable, but but did feel like huh, this was probably written in like a day uh-huh. very by the book but still oh, yeah. like made to be enjoyed it was like pop music of movies you nice know I mean? fucking analogy yeah. it was nice though i enjoyed watching it and that's all he, in my opinion that's all he's good at like yeah. earlier on he had a few more hiccups kind of like trying to figure out like well i'm a big dude so if i take silly roles it's automatically funny of yeah. like the tooth fairy and shit like mm-hmm. that but i don't think dave's going down that route i've seen him do some serious stuff so he was in Zack snyder's movie the zombie movie that came to netflix army of the dead oh i didn't see that oh i would suggest that that's a good fucking flick i enjoyed that well i love Zack snyder so i'm always gonna kind of root for him but also he was just in dune which i didn't see but like that's a serious role or definitely more serious than you know drax in this movie in my opinion is nice Guardians, I was telling you at work, like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 sucks. I fucking hate that nonsense so much. He, really? They they lean too much into it for me and also lean into a category of like, it's all piss and fart jokes of just like, oh, yeah. this really sucks. Like he's just a clown. Drax the Destroyer has become like a kicking boy for jokes now. Yeah. That's no good, man. No. And it's also funny that's Batista for me. Like this like really like hardcore wrestler, super jacked and like doing Batista bombs and like he's just like this like little playful kind of dude. I'm like, that's Batista, dude. Like you were always so angry. Yeah. So more so of talking about this particular movie is that I like that this movie branches into, because I brought it up earlier, even the term, the MCU, Mm -hmm. 
eventually has now been established into two sagas, one, the first one being the Infinity Saga, which led us all the way through to Endgame, where we had the Infinity Stones, thus named. This is the first movie where they say that fucking word. Yeah. And it was in phase one, maybe it was at the end? No, I think it was maybe phase two, because this came out post-Avengers. So it was phase two, which out of five phases, like, is still pretty early on. So, like, they kind of knew what was going on, we saw Celestials in a flashback. Like, we just met them for real in the Eternals movie, which just came out. Mm. Meeting Gamora. Like, this movie, I was also, again, sorry to say this again for you, but, like, nobody saw this coming, in my yeah. opinion. You know, they made a Captain America movie. They made an Iron Man. They made Hulk. Like, oh, Marvel shit. I understand that. And when they announced this, they are like, why the fuck would you do this? And now, in hindsight, when you look at it, you're like, what a good piece to throw in there. Like, what a piece that takes all this kind of stuff yeah. And brought it all together and played it out well. Like, they're in all those movies and they kind of act as the bridge between both worlds. Like, and just to plant all those seeds, like, so early on is really, you know, really interesting. And I don't know. I saw, so one of the first movies from the MCU that I ever saw was Infinity War. Like, I think I'd seen. That's so fucking funny. I know, but I just, like, <laughs> I, saw, I saw Avengers, right, when it came out and I was just like, for whatever reason, it just didn't do it for me like it didn't hit me the way it was seen to be hitting so many people i i like watched some of the other ones but never had like a strong interest in it saw black panther thought it was awesome it's like word i'm gonna go see infinity war in theaters really great really enjoyed it then like a year or two later i saw um was it ragnarok the thor movie mm-hmm. and not realizing that like that movie is really fun and lighthearted, and that was preceding infinity war yes so watching that after i'd seen infinity war being like knowing what happens in the beginning of Infinity War, it's just like how awful it all gets and how it just, you know what I mean? Like he comes in and like kills everybody, man. Whoa. Did not make Ragnarok a very fun experience for me at the end. Yeah. yeah. Especially too, because that post credit scene is like Korra going, well, what bad can happen now? Exactly. And then oh, up man. comes Thanos' the ship. And then you're right. That's exactly how they open with the SOS of like, we're fucked. Can somebody, I think that's Kenneth Braun who directed the first Thor. Yeah. Who is... Ooh, it's funny that his name just escaped my memory. Hold on. Gilderoy Lockhart from Harry Whoa. Potter. Isn't that wow. fucking weird? Isn't that a weird... Like, <laughs> who goes around pretending to be Gilderoy Lockhart, and then they're like, I'm going to direct a Thor movie. Yeah. Dur- just, not even star him, but direct. Yeah. Good for him. I think, too, if you remember... Do you remember they made a bad Wild Wild West? The movie, oh. it was like Kevin Klein. You saw that shit, too, right? It wasn't just me. The, the electricity flicker? just yeah. buzzed right through oh, here, okay. and I was like, oh, shit, please... <laughs> I feel like I should pause this and save it. Don't don't die. Anyway, he was also in that. But I just find it so weird that when, you know, it's not like Kevin Smith, let's say, who's the writer-director in his own movies. Yeah. Kind of like, no, he's a writer or he's a director and an actor where, I don't know, I thought that was so interesting. But yeah, that's Kenneth Brown. Small world. Isn't it? Uh, Hollywood, you yeah. know. <laughs> How do you feel about the MCU? Um, I thought it was super cool. I mean... Um, I want to see what was the first one I watched. I think it might have been Captain America, but I, I was never like crazy into it until of like like you like Infinity War and like that kind of like the Black Panther kind of saga. Did we see Infinity War in the theaters together? Did we? I think we did. Oh, okay. I think we did. Yeah. Okay. So like I got in on like that kind of time, but like you know our friends and like my roommate loves like the MCU, so I was always kind of like they would always talk about it and stuff like that. And then, um, I watched a couple of the movies like Captain America. Um, what are some of the other ones? Is Iron Man part of that or was that yeah. pre? 
No, that's that's in it. That was that was the first one. That was the number one. The first Iron Man is the first. The Iron Man's, and then I love Spider Man, of course. Um, And I saw Thor too. Yeah. Um, And then the Avengers ones. That was super cool. And this was the first time watching Guardians. I didn't know about it. Obviously, knew so much about like the culture because of like how much like uh, Groot was like, you know. Yeah, Baby Groot is like yeah. the old Baby Yoda in that right. sense of yeah, just yeah. like he was fucking everywhere. Yep. And like I didn't know about Baby Groot until I know that like Groot dies, you know, and then at the end he's like holding the pot of like he's growing a new Groot, mm-hmm. you know, and that's going to be Baby Groot. I was like, oh, it all connect. Yeah. Connected, you know what I mean? It was, it, yeah. It's got to be cool from your guys' perspective sometimes just go back there and be like, oh, okay. Because right. going from my train, I was always trying to go forward of just like, yeah. oh, now I see that. Now I see that. Whereas, yeah, it, it must be some fucking way of watching Ragnarok knowing. At the end, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's exciting because it's like clearly these movies all work and can operate as standalone pieces by themselves, right? Like they're all really good, successful movies. So you can watch it and have little to no context and it'd be really like, you're not missing a ton of information, but then you can go through and watch any of the other ones, see how they all link up. And it's like, oh, I totally get why this is like the biggest thing in media ever. You know what I mean? I don't think there's ever been a project quite like it. It's funny that I brought up Harry Potter because maybe Harry Potter, yeah, just in terms of, keeping the same people around for that long we might be approaching that same amount of time because i don't i don't i think they did it for like 10 or 13 years something yeah i don't say anyway level for sure of like harry potter yeah how much it's like reached people now because james bond you know yeah that's a franchise that's been going on much longer Mm -hmm. but it's not the same guy every time so therefore it doesn't feel the same as this you know lord of the rings we like to talk about yeah, yeah. it's an epic scope but there's still only three of them you know like yeah. we'll never see elijah wood back right yep, like exactly it's, he's done with that role there's no toby Maguire kind mm-hmm. of coming back as spider-man spoiler sorry but like there's no future was that a spoiler for both you guys did i do really no, just i knew do that? i knew oh, that thank god I did i spoil that, it for you i didn't you? see the movie oh, but i knew that bit. i didn't know but so like sorry. i kind of i think i saw oh. that online but yeah. i didn't know why it okay. doesn't matter super much to me oh okay like, that's, if, that's if, cool if, i thought i was saying it into the microphone and then i saw your guys and i was like you dick no did you just spoil that for them no, no i didn't know. Okay, here's cool. the thing if we didn't care enough to go see it when it came out i feel like we're allowed to get that spoiled for us yeah it's been crazy about like the the spoiler that doesn't ruin it for me like i'll still watch and be just as psyched when fucking toby mcguire comes out knowing that he's gonna come out um that's how i feel too i feel like i'm all down for spoilers always yeah because it's like going into it, it's like all right you're gonna go see a magician and he's gonna make something disappear out of your hand like wow that was a fun story and then when they do it you're like i knew he's gonna do it but how do you, you know like it is a yeah. different thing to actually yeah. do it rather than hearing about it so yeah. i've always been that way and yeah having the i experience. still feel like plus yeah. like if you know where something's gonna go you're more likely to catch little bits of foreshadowing too you know what good I mean? call mm-hmm. makes the first experience more enjoyable now as we're kind of talking about the mcu and then like i don't want to go too much into it but that that was a crazy movie of like that's almost this Guardians in terms of like, I think that's going to be this yeah. one that we look back on as we just look back on Guardians go, oh, like, look how many things we touched on that yeah, went right. into a billion different ways. So what comes back all the way to the Tobey Maguire, like Spider-Man 1 through 3 is yes. what you're saying. Because yeah. like that was supposed to be separate. Yeah, yeah. Like, but- what people thought. That that was like a separate kind of deal, but it then was. bringing them back kind of makes it like, oh, maybe it was. 
So the long-winded story is, is back in the 90s, Marvel was hemorrhaging money, and mm-hmm. they had to sell off certain rights. So Sony makes Spider-Man movies. They made five. Yeah. And they did, yeah, you know, the first two were really good. I would say the next two did okay. Number five didn't do very well at all. So when they went to reboot again, they played with Marvel, because Marvel had since done Iron Man 1, had been launching the MCU, and they realized, fuck, I'd rather have 40% of their pie than 100% of mine. Mm -hmm. Let me give you back the character a little bit. So that's why Tom Uh, Holland right now is floating between the two universes, the Sony-verse and the MCU. And you're right, yes, in a sense, it is almost kind of like, Everything's maybe together. Yeah. We're working on it. What a cool way to like do like a cultural retcon. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like how are we gonna explain there's been like four different Spider-Mans in the last fifteen years? Oh, we'll just make it work. And that's really interesting. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. It's like a it's living, like, breathing thing all on its own. All on its own. It really is. So that's why I'm excited to see where it goes. We did talk about the Eternals, and that kind of brings up a bigger thing. Though I don't think it had the impact. I personally didn't see it, and obviously I'm super into this shit. And I'm like yeah. I'll wait for it to be on Disney Plus. Maybe that's a little yeah. bit of COVID in me. Like I'm not going. I to watched the that one yet. in theaters. Eternal. Oh shit! How'd yeah. you like it? I really liked it. I thought Fucking it was I. dope. Um, like I said, I don't know a ton about the MCU or what that even mattered, but like just seeing that as like a standalone, like I don't really know. Um, but I still had some like knowledge of like the worlds, like how could they kind of mix? Um, but it just felt like even standalone, where like if they weren't saying it was Marvel. I probably wouldn't even know as much. You know, they would do slight mentions to other like characters, I guess, but it was mostly about like the Eternals like journey that seemed like its own just standalone superhero movie. If I'm not mistaken, then again, I don't know a ton about any of it. Yeah, because at one point, fucking Jon Snow, um, Kit Harington says like, why weren't you helping when Thanos was here. So yeah, right. they do mention they it, but it was like, yeah. they're older than most of that shit. So I always yeah. assume that most of the movie is going to be like, yeah, but they never, were they doing? we're supposed to like interact with like human conflict. That's why they never, that was their thing of like, they never helped because that was like human conflict. And the were only, any of them snapped away. What's that? Were any of them snapped away? I don't think so. No. Can you snap it away in eternal? I guess not. I, th- I don't think they were, cause they weren't like part of that world, I guess. Right, technically. Well, it was all. It was everywhere. He snapped oh. away half the life in everywhere, oh, everywhere, right. like That's the universe. True. Yeah, so, but it didn't affect them. So don't why don't you think instead of snapping away half the people, he just doubled the resources? <laughs> yeah. If the galaxy was twice as big, you know, if everything literally just went by two, but the inhabitants. Mm-hmm. It would make for a boring movie. I think. Yeah. That's why. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Fucking egg. Instead of like a 10-year cinematic journey, you get like a 15-minute short film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> My house was this big and now it's this big. Yeah. The end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Overall and on balance, though, how do you guys like? I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I like the group. Going forward, we kind of talked a little bit. So at the end of Endgame, we see maybe a Thor collaboration coming. I know that we are getting another Thor movie. So if you did enjoy Ragnarok, it was directed by Taika Waititi. He's going to do this next one where... Did you see the first Thor or the second one? I saw the first one, but a long time ago. Jane Foster is the character in it, played by, I think it's Natalie Portman. She's coming back, and she might be Lady Thor now. Oh, damn. I'm kind of excited to see where that goes, especially because as we're talking about with Spider-Man and the Avengers and all, like, I don't know the last time they made a standalone movie with just one character. There's always somebody popping up anymore because, like, we're talking about it's universe, so... 
I hope they pop up in the next one. What do you guys think? It'd be cool. It's yeah. difficult for me because I wonder if you feel this way because you're somebody who's like a strong fan of the MCU where it doesn't it feel like it can be a lot to keep track of sometimes not keep track of more like keep up with. I think that was part of the barrier of barrier of entry for me initially it was like, well, if I want to watch this, do I have to watch like 40 movies? You know what I mean? It can be a little intimidating. So for people that might not be into that, what do you think? Do you think that there's a way to just kind of go in without any kind of information about it? Without having to see all the movies, or what do you think? I don't think you could do Endgame without Infinity oh, for War. Sure, for sure. But really, I do believe you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. Of like, yeah, I I got through it, but like there were things like that I noticed watching later. But no, they do usually stand as standalone movies, in my opinion, yeah. of doing that. So I think so. Because I even feel that way with some of the Disney shit. You know, like they just came out with all those series on there and like weekly. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing it. If you have eight episodes, I'll see you in two months. I'm not <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. play that game because exactly. I hate it anymore. And just I feel like I want to give up. But then part of me feels like, but you're that guy. You gotta watch it. Yeah. So then I have to watch it a little bit too, just so I know because there were awesome implications in Hawkeye of different people right. coming back that I won't spoil for you. But like it ended up being pretty cool. Six episodes worth? No, not really. Yeah. But that's just me. I don't know. Do you guys think that you'll ever go full ham and just jump in and start with Iron Man 1 and make your way through one day? I think it feels yeah. inevitable, right? Like I'll get, I'll be like, I don't know, on vacation, but it'll rain or something. I'll, I'll be in a circumstance where I'll be like, uh, oh, let's see what's on TV. And then I'll get hyper fixated on Marvel for like a decade. Yeah, it feels inevitable. Definitely. I'm inevitable, right? That's nice. the whole thing. Yeah, it is. Nice. Nice. That was good. <laughs> uh, are we not going to talk about Vin Diesel? as I am Groot, because that, like, threw me for such a loop that, like, the third lead was Vin Diesel, not only, but he's playing this, like, tree person, but not, he has one line, the whole movie, which is, I am Groot, <laughs> and it's Vin Diesel, yeah. and, like, I can't imagine how easy that was for Vin Diesel to, like, play a lead that had one line, the whole movie. Definitely had to be worth the money. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> it was I just, probably only like two or three days worth of work because I yeah. know that he said it like 5,000 something times. Yeah. And also, I don't think he had it translated, huh. which is like, that's not that great of accomplishment. But like, if you hear it in Japanese, it is him still. You know, normally they get somebody to dub, but so not only did he do it in English, like for the multiple expressions yeah. of like, no, I am Groot or I am Groot, you know, shit like that. Yeah. But also did do it in different languages too. Oh, wow. However, you're the third lead on an MCU movie. Like he got paid. Oh, he yeah. got paid. He yeah. had to have gotten paid for like a role that like pretty much anybody could do. Yeah, with like a deep voice like that could just say I'm Groot. It could they could have gotten anybody and paid them way less money, but they they're like Vin Diesel's the guy. Yeah, and he's already like a, a very famous and a very established actor. So it's like yeah. he comes with a price. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's not hard out for work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> but let me fuck your day up. That's not his first voice acting role. Have you ever seen Iron Giant, the Iron Giant? Yeah. The 2D animation. He's the Iron no Giant. No kidding. I swear it. Whoa. So if you go back and watch that, it's, he's like, rock. And you're like, that's fucking group, bro. <laughs> it fucking is, yeah. Whoa. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I think it's time. Oh, that movie is 100% classic. Oh, so yeah. good. So happy that it's still in 2D animation. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Oh, 
It's mad good. The main character's name is Hogarth. And I'm like, that's such a fucked up name. <laughs> that's so fucking cool. That was one of those things that like was the biggest thing in the world to me in childhood. And then after childhood, I was just like, oh, I don't need to ever see it again. That's not true. I want to go see it again. You know, you should. Yeah. yeah. Especially too, because like Ready Player One came out and there was a big part in that book that then they put it in the movie and yeah. made it an even bigger part. Then the same company made Space Jam 2 and they needed just all their properties and they're like let's put the iron giant a fuck ton in this too so there's actually been like a really awesome resurgence of iron giant like i have an iron giant shirt now that it was pretty new like it's weird when you think about because that movie came out what 96 97 something like that like right when they were thinking about fucking off out of 2d animation like interesting one last one sorry just because it ties into superheroes that was directed by brad bird and his pixar movie is the incredibles Oh, wow. I know. Full circle there. <laughs> How was that? Superhero. That's, that's incredible. Nice. Oh. Very fucking nice. No nice. I like it, though. That's I thrive off that shit. <laughs> but with that, guys, this has been a lot of fun. The first thing I want to say as we kind of close out is I hope to get to do this again because it was super good. I think this is one of the flowiest. Like, threesomes are great. You know, I've done it with JD and Mark before, and yeah. it's been fun and just... Having that one extra person just makes it flow different. So I like doing it. I hope you guys will come back to do it. Seriously, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I really do appreciate it. Good times. Thanks, everybody on the other side who's listening. As we kind of wrap up, once again, just a call to arms if you can. You know, we've asked for the likes, the subscribes, and all that. But word of mouth is really the best thing that we can ask for. Because if you know a friend who likes Buds, Bros, or Superheroes, have I got a fucking show for them. My name has been Nick James, hanging out with... James. And... Andrew. Buds, bros, superheroes are out of here.